Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Shabazz, and of course, I'm joined by my two other morpho morph morphos. Now, that sounds almost like uh, like like an insult, actually. Like, like these two morphos. Yeah, I thought uh, you were calling us mofos. <laughs> you know what? It kind of it did kind of feel like that. I won't lie. I, I was I was gonna go into it like morpho machine. Uh, people, but then uh-huh. like, you know what? Morphos, it's slang, but then it did sound like mofos. You know what? I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> I'm going to stick with these two morphos, <laughs> Daniel and Anthony. Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. It, it's it, it really, when you said it, I thought of like someone who was trying to morph into something else, but then gets stuck half the way, halfway, and it becomes, they could become a morpho. Like it's half <laughs> of what they're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> remember what was that animorphs Animor- remember animorphs yeah animorphs yeah you're like, on, you're like halfway through the book right now you still haven't fully turned all the pages the, the characters exactly <laughs> exactly i just i'm in pain i think that's how i look at it like <laughs> my when you're, you're goodness ha- when you're stuck half morphing you're in pain yeah. you're that's just so kill me. <laughs> it's like it's so like a cronenberg funny. type of Oh, good lord oh, not even god. close to what the show's about either not which is at great. all <laughs> not even close but you know what i appreciate that i appreciate the the visual image there what what, what would you be morphing between though anthony It'd be you and what animal i i don't even know i don't know it doesn't have to be an animal it could be like i just feel like you and if what I, object I, I i would want an animal though i don't know about an object but if i were to be an object probably like half I'm just going to pick something out of the blue, like just a shoe, half shoe, oh, okay. half man. Half I thought you shoe. said, a, I thought you said an animal. No, I was thinking of an animal, but then I'm like, yeah, well, I'm like, dude, a shoe isn't an animal. I'll be honest with you. This is the show, man. Maybe this a shrew. Completely, <laughs> maybe a shrew. <laughs> you should ask us, what do you, you expect from the Morphle Machine when you pick up? What's that your was, potential? That is going to yeah. be my question, but I, I feel like we've gotten so off tangent here and so unhinged. Yeah, I haven't even, I, you don't even know who I am. You, yet, you, so you don't even it. know who Daniel is, but Daniel, please <laughs> tell us how you're doing today. I'm doing great. You know, this is the thing. You know, we have a lot of fun on this show. Absolutely. And 
I can't wait for people to listen to this episode and be like, what is this show even about? <laughs> the, not, not even just the big door prize, but the movie podcast. What are these guys like? What happens when they come together? It's oh, just boy. alchemy. Yes, it's 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 an absolute it's absolute chaos. But I think it kind of does match the energy of the interviews that we're about to be talking about right now, which is you know we had a chance to speak with Chris O'Dowd, Gabrielle Dennis, and David Westfield, the creator of of the Big Door Prize, and of course Chris O'Dowd, who is just one of the funniest people out there, along with Gabriel Dennis. They they have such great chemistry in this show, and they're so funny together. But I, I feel like when we spoke with Chris O'Dowd and Gabrielle Dennis, they were just they were having the time of their life, and I cannot wait. To to get into this interview because they were just like joking around singing just having an absolute blast with us uh but before we kind of get over there i do want to talk about the big door prize a little bit the big door prize debuts on apple tv plus with three episodes on march 29th uh, and new episodes will air weekly so make sure to check that out it's a really really fun show it's a really really cool show as well and we're definitely going to get to our thoughts after the interviews as well uh but you know the the show revolves around this idea that you can go to this machine the morpho machine and you get this card that tells you what your potential is so i have to ask you guys because we already did ask you know chris Dowd and gabriel dennis and david west reed what their their cards would say i have to ask you guys what would yours say daniel i'll start with you what do you think your card would have on there oh man i just think mine would say something like priest yeah priest for sure <laughs> definitely priest. definitely daniel my, would my be love a priest <laughs> yeah daniel. man of the cloth yes <laughs> uh mine would say <laughs> i would say priest would say preacher would just say preacher on it um i don't know i i would love mine for mine to say something like um you know, it, it's hard. It's hard because you don't want to put yourself in a box. And that's one of the things in the show. It's like host, producer, big eyebrows. I don't know. Could there be his big eyebrows hyphenated? Would you, would you be been... physically a giant set of eyebrows? Aren't I already? I'm close enough. Mm, you're very close. You're yeah. very close. Very true. Yeah, you. I don't know. I just, you know, you wanted to say something cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering. I'm wondering yeah. what else it could be. But I'm, I'm, I'm floating between those. I feel like you're, you're kind of like Chris O'Dowd's character right now. Like you don't want to know, really. You're, you're kind of like, yeah. I, you know what? I would you go to the machine? I think is the real question here. If you had the opportunity, there was a machine, and you didn't have to put in your social security number, and you didn't have to put your fingerprints. You just went up to it and you did it. Would you do it? That's that's another great question. I think I'd be. I think my curiosity could get the better of me sometimes. Yeah. So I definitely think I would try it. Would I believe it? Would I think it's giving me the, like the real answer? That's a, that's another thing. But also one of the things that Chris <laughs> talks about in the show, it's like, you know, like I never had to think about my happiness before. And I right. think that's that's where the show kind of goes deep sometimes. I would definitely try it. I would definitely try it because I want to know what this machine thinks. This machine doesn't know me. And then <laughs> Only you, and I then, know me. And then you could prove it wrong, right? Like it's a choice. Exactly. Like, it's really a choice, right? Daniel? You don't have to choose what you get. It's if you really believe in what this machine is telling you i think it's it's like one of those things where like it is a what if but it's also what if i screw with your mind and make you believe into something that maybe you had thoughts about but does it mean that's the right choice you never know for me i think i would i don't know what i would get i would get like i don't know hype beast because i am a hype beast <laughs> or like uh i don't know fashion something to do with fashion but yeah that's kind of like i'm not too sure if i would go that route maybe creative director that would be another one 
but creative creative would be a good one yeah let's give it a little bit more creative creative engineer that's there you go there you go i like it jay how about yours what would yours say I, you know what, I, uh, me podcaster. I know that's so lame, and I know that's that's the that's the lame answer. But I don't know. I I feel like, uh, oh man, I'm I'm right there with you, Danielle. I when I'm thinking about it, I'm getting sad. <laughs> I don't like thinking. You know, about it's it. like it's like like having to describe yourself to somebody, right? When somebody yeah. says like, "Tell us about yourself," you're like, "Oh yeah, myself. What yeah. can we say about myself?" Yeah, I mean, I I would love to. I would love for anything to be like anything in film, you know, like just what whatever it kind of gave me. I would be like, yes, yes, I love. It just it. says movie on it. Like, movie. what does that mean? I'd be in I'd movie turn what into celluloid film, you know. That's what would happen to me. I would just turn into that. But sprockets. I don't want to take too much sprockets. I don't want to take too much time away. I want to get to these interviews and I want to get to our discussion of the show right after. So let's kick it off with Chris O'Dowd, Gabriel Dennis, and David West Reed. And again, I want to give a huge shout out to Apple TV Plus for giving us this opportunity. So let's get over to our interviews right now. Hey, Chris. Hey, Gabrielle. How are you guys doing? Hey, how are you guys? Hey, Jens. How's tricks? <laughs> we are doing well. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the movie podcast today. We absolutely adore this show. We're so excited to talk about Yay. it. Well, big Canadian presence on this show. Right. Oh. Only the <laughs> kindest, I think. Yes. Yeah. Chris, uh, we're also, we've never seen someone so excited to receive $4 stapled together as a gift. So, <laughs> so thank you so much for that. Uh, it's a good gift. <laughs> I stand by that as be- better than most gifts I've received. <laughs> uh, now, for both of you, would you ever try the Morpho machine? And what do you hope it would say? It And Gabrielle, we'll start with you. Um, well, I would be very um, apprehensive to try anything that asks for my social security number and fingerprints. And you're not going to tell me anything about where you came from. I'm like, this needs to be a two-way street. Um, but if I were to try it, because I would be very intrigued to do it, right? Um there's this fear of like what the car would say. Um, but I think I would hope that it says something for me. I love bringing joy to people. So any kind of word that falls into that space that feels like I have a purpose to bring happiness and joy to people, that would make me very, uh, feel very settled. Um, but I, I know also the way my brain thinks I would be confused no matter what's on the card because I would have 17 different interpretations of what it means. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, I I think I would probably try it, but I wouldn't want to tell anybody what was on the card. But personally, what I would want to be on the card. um, Hammock tester. Oh, yeah. I would just go from tropical island to tropical island, (laughs) checking if the hammocks were working correctly. But what if you were checking hammocks in like deserted islands or or cold places? Cold places. (laughs) Why would you put them? Hammock in a cold place. Inside. Why would you put a hammock in, <laughs> in a, a cold, cold place? place. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the hammocks we have here in Canada. They're very nice. Yeah, they're winterproof. Yeah. They're winterproof. Oh, sure. of course they have. <laughs> they have to be. <laughs> I know, Chris. Your I character. did Christmas in. I did, or I did winter in Toronto last winter. Oh my holy lord! Yeah. Gets yeah. chilly yes, up there. It's, it's the quite lights. warm. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Chris, your character never had to really think about their happiness before the machine came to town. For both of you, did Big Door Prize make you reflect on your own happiness at all? And Chris, we'd love to start with you. Maybe. I mean, it's too early. Too close to the bone. I mean, it's odd. (laughs) Like being away doing these jobs, you're away from the family for kind of months on end. So it kind of puts a lot of strain on the family to 
play a role where you've got a lot of strain on the family. (laughs) So it definitely does kind of put your priorities into focus in terms of you're playing a character who's been told this life that you have is the greatest that you're ever going to do. You better fucking love it. (laughs) Hey, Gabrielle, how about yourself? I think it's hard to not ask those questions. I think as viewers, everyone's going to ask those questions of themselves. You know, when I got to sit down and finally see the show, all 10 episodes and asking those questions of all these characters and figuring out, seeing yourself through them in some kind of way, shape or form. Um, So for me, I definitely ask those questions about happiness and purpose and potential. And what I found most intriguing about that show is those questions that it asked when I read the script, we were in the heart of the pandemic, right? So I feel like it kind of aligned with what was going on at that time. Globally, a lot of people were asking those questions and and reevaluating uh, what was important in their lives and, 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 you know, taking inventory of their life in that moment uh, because we were faced with such this dire, you know, scary, chaotic mess in the world. So this to me kind of, when I read the script, the morpho machine kind of was similar to me as what the pandemic represented in that moment. It was, it had forced us to ask questions of ourselves and our, in our situations. It definitely did. Uh, Chris, Gabrielle, thank you both so much again for your time today. The show is wonderful. We're so happy it's coming back for another season and all the best to both of you. I'm so happy that you enjoyed. Thank you. Thank you guys. Take care. Hi, David. How are you doing today? Hey, good. How are you? Doing great. Thank you so much for taking your time with us on the movie podcast today. We absolutely love the Big Door Prize and we cannot wait to talk more about it and have people watch the show as well. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And we're also fellow Canadians. So we also just love to get to talk to fellow Canadians <laughs> whenever we get the chance. So this is great. Awesome. <laughs> what was it about the Big Door Prize novel that made you feel like it was the perfect story to kind of tell us a series? I mean, I think for me, a novel that makes a perfect series is one that has a great question, uh, a great cast of characters, and also an open-endedness to it. So this book obviously has a has an ending, a conclusion, and our writer's room has uh, reopened that mystery and imagined how, how far we could go with this concept. But the idea of what is your potential, what if you could be told your potential, what would it do to your life? There's so many different perspectives you can have on that question in and it's so, so juicy for a, an ensemble comedy like this. Yeah. And, and I think for, for both of us, it was one of those things that it made us also reflect on ourselves and made us think about that question, you know, like just like Chris O'Dowd's character, like you never really thought about it too much. And then you start feeling that way too. You start reflecting on that. So it's uh, kudos to you guys for like really making, I think the audience come into the story and reflect on their own lives with that as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something we're going for. We're not trying to give any answers or be didactic about it, but to just have people think about their lives in a different way. You know, even if you're happy, like Chris O'Dowd's character is at the start of the first episode, there's always that idea of another path. And what if you could be happier? Right. No, you know, we have to ask you, would you ever try the Morpho machine? And what would you hope that it said? I would. I mean, I, I feel like I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do. I've loved writing stories and making movies since I was a kid. And so I feel really lucky in that way. But if I were told something else, it's hard to, you know, imagine what that might do to me. But I think it would definitely open up some curiosity if I, if I was told I had a different potential than what I'm pursuing right now. uh did you uh like i i love that also love that each episode also kind of adjusts the character perspective you know to keep pushing the story forward you know 
was that diff- was that something difficult that you guys had to balance when you were working on the show and how did, how did you work on balancing that yeah i mean i i didn't want it to feel like an anthology show i wanted it to feel like every episode the overall story was still moving forward and so we really used the hubbard family for that dusty cass and trina their family dynamic that is kind of the emotional through line for the season so even as we're introducing new characters there's something that holds it all together but i really worked with the directors cinematographers designers and especially the composers to find a a visual and musical style for each character so that you feel those shifts. Um, You know, when we go into Bo, the sheriff, there is this kind of like spaghetti Western theme and and we're paying homage to uh, John Ford movies and, you know, that that it's shot in a different way than some of the other uh, episodes because we're in that character's headspace. So that was really fun to navigate those tonal and genre shifts throughout the series. I love that. In, in each episode, we love that, you know, there's this different, different visual representation that you kind of have with the intro theme. So what went into this, the decision behind each of those openings with the character personality and what they're going through? I mean, it's all about trying to get into that character's headspace and how they see the world and shoot it in a way that feels representative of, of their unique perspective and what's going on. So you have like the pilot episode, Dusty has a scooter s- sequence set to Usher, which is like a music video because he's just really <laughs> feeling himself on his scooter on his way to school. Um, and we're really in that headspace. And then other times it's like the framing of a character. They might be, you know, in the lower thirds or off the one side of the frame because they're feeling isolated and lonely. And um, so, you know, we're constantly thinking about how can we support through our cinematic language, what that character's own take on their, on their life, on the morpho, on what they're going through uh, is. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I feel like at least we've reached our full potential by getting to talk to you today. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. We can't wait for people to watch this show and have a great rest of your day, David. Thank, Thank you, you very much. I appreciate it. And we're back. That was awesome. That was a really, really fun conversation for a really, really fun show. Anthony, what did you think of uh, of all the interviews that we kind of had right here? It answered the question that, because, you know, watching this this series and going through the whole thing, um, it answered a lot of questions that I had in regards to where this idea comes from. And just like a lot of like, oh, this this is how I felt during COVID and where, you know, your mindset is at when it comes to what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And, and, you know, Gabrielle did, did it pretty much summed it up as well as everyone else in this, in this, um, in our interviews that, yeah, like this is a, a conversation that was happening during that time in regards to where we want to be with our lives. And I, and I think that's, that's the beauty of this show. Um, I remember watching it and I said that I said it to, I said to Daniel, yeah, I don't think I'm ready to be reflecting on my life just at this moment in time, because it does, it's a different, it's a, basically a series that a lot reflects on you as well as on the people in this in this show. So it's a lot of like things that you kind of look at yourself and go, Hmm, I wonder. Yeah, no, I, abs- I absolutely agree with you. There's a lot of thought process that kind of goes into it. Uh, Daniel, what about yourself? How did you find our interview as well? Uh, they went great. I, honestly, I think, you know, Chris O'Dowd is so funny. I think when we were talking to him about, you know, what he would get, you know, hammock tester, which is, uh, which I think is hilarious. Um, he, he's such a funny, such a funny person, but yeah, just, just really, thinking about the idea of potential and happiness it's one of those things that you know i think the word potential 
you hear it so much in school, you know, like elementary school, high school, you know, your potential, you're full of potential. You know, the, the worst thing is something not reaching their full potential. And it really does make you reflect on your own life. And it makes you, it, it's worse because it's an idea of what you have for yourself. You know what I mean? So I think when you kind of get lost in that, and the show is really funny, but it also has those deep moments too. So you're just like, oh, like I wasn't expecting to feel this certain way while watching the show, right? When we're preparing for these interviews and preparing for our discussion on the show. So um, it's just it's just funny how that how that happens sometimes. But I think you need to have it coming from a place of comedy because it almost sneaks up on you. It comes to you when you know when your guards are down. And like that's where you kind of think about your own life that way because you're comfortable watching the show, you're enjoying it, and then you're just like, oh, hold on a second, is this show making trying to make me a better person, or is it making me think about things that I don't want to be or do want to be? It's, it's interesting how that happens, but um, yeah, it was it was a great time talking with the with the cast and of course David Westreed, who um, um, is the creator of the show, and obviously it's based on uh, the best selling book, and uh, I just can't wait to see where the show goes. And you know, we know they're shooting season two right now, and I think this is another huge hit. For Apple TV Plus, it's another great show that I hope a lot of people are gonna gonna watch come this week. Yeah, absolutely. It, it really gave me that vibe of you know Ted Lasso and Shrinking and all those shows that kind of blend comedy and drama so well. I believe they call them dramedies. Uh, but That's it does, one. <laughs> it does a great job of of really just making you reflect on your own life. And I think a lot of people for some for shows like this, it, it may not be the right time to watch it, but I definitely think give it a shot. And stick with it because it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic drive all the way through. And what I love about each episode is, you know, how it focuses on a different character in the show, kind of giving you their perspective, their what they got on their card and and really highlights it. So some episodes might be super, super funny and some might be a little bit sadder. But at the end of the day, I think what the best part about this show is it still all feels very real. Definitely. Anthony, what about yourself? What, did you th- what are your thoughts on the show? Well, like like I said, it's it it's one of those shows that I wasn't ready for, and I going into it, I didn't know much about it, right? Like when we get these these uh, these these screenings, you, you just dive into it, and you're just like, okay, let's let's take this all in. So I didn't know that there was like this life lesson type of of show or or life like type of um, story where what you your potential was and what your expectation is and all this stuff. And then the characters that interwind, inter interwind into this community and how it affects them and everyone else. It's super interesting. I, I, I really liked the show. I started to like it more at the end than the beginning. Cause the beginning first three episodes were very like sad. And it's just like, because of the, the, you know, everyone's getting their cards and talking about what's happening. So I I really enjoyed it, and I know this is the same creator of Shit's Creek. So again, another Canadian that's killing it in Hollywood, and we we look forward to season two and seeing what comes next. Absolutely, yes, and of course, like I mentioned at the beginning, the Big Door Prize does debut on Apple TV Plus with its first three episodes on March 29th, with new episodes dropping weekly. Want to give a huge shout out to our friends over at Apple TV Plus for allowing us to this interview. And of course, if you want to know more about the movie podcast, you can follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter. TikTok and more. You can see all of our show notes down below. Join our Discord as well. We're going to be having a lot of great conversations in there about all the latest TV shows that are out. We just finished up our The Last of Us um, after show as well. So if you are catching up on that show right now because you wanted to wait till the show is finished, now is a great time. 
to catch up also on our episodes because we do a great breakdown at the end of each of them. And of course, there's more interviews, more reviews coming. April is so close, so near. Or if you're listening to this in April, then April is here. If you're listening to this in June, uh, then April was actually a long time ago. So what's, <laughs> what's going on? Like, come on, man. Like, catch up. Uh, skip May. Well, we're going to skip May. Uh, <laughs> but of course, that was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. <laughs>